Look, in the solar business, there's really only two types of people. There's the ones that crush it, make six, seven, and eight figures, and then there's everyone else. The question is, which one will you be? Over the last four years, we've studied the sharpest solar sales and marketing professionals and how they build multi-million dollar incomes using only the best sales and marketing strategies. So how do these solarpreneurs do what they do and what makes them so successful? This podcast is your answer. Join us and thousands of sales pros, marketers, and entrepreneurs as we take the solar industry by storm and uncover what it takes to sell more solar with less effort. Welcome to the Solarpreneur Podcast. What's up, solarpreneurs? Top of the top of the morning to you. Still getting up here in California, seven o'clock my time. But I am excited to get up because today I've got an awesome guest on and someone that's been catching my eye for a while, and he has some awesome things to tell us. But we got uh, Frankie Lane on the show today. Thanks for coming on, Frankie. Well, thanks for having me, man. I uh, appreciate you getting up early, early, man, California time, so that we can have this talk. I'm excited about it. <laughs> Well, I know I should be getting up five in the morning, like uh, probably the most successful entrepreneurs are doing, but still trying to work up to that. <laughs> yeah, no problem, man. But uh, yeah, we're excited to have Frankie, and he's caught, he's been catching my eye for a while. Um, you got your company. He's the CEO of Set Up My Solar, and from what it looks like, it's fastest growing company in Florida. Is that right? Yeah, well, I, solar I, company. I think uh, there's some people out there who want that want that title, but I think by default we get it. Um, okay. Just keep expanding. That's awesome. So I don't know a ton about the solar industry in Florida, Frankie, but is it still pretty new there, or what's Florida like? In yeah, it's solar? definitely uh, it's still a, a untapped um, territory. It's untapped market. I mean, from the last data that I read, it's still 10% or less. Um, it's rapidly growing and changing probably by this time next year, it'll be, um, you know, 15, 20%, but uh, definitely is still untapped. There's a lot of people that, um, don't have solar. So it's a, it's a wide open market still. Okay. Why do you think, is that just cause the rates are so much lower in Florida or how come it's so untapped in Florida? Do you think? Well, legis uh, legislation started uh, changing things in 2016. So it's, you know, at the end of 2016. So you're talking only like, you know, as far as the, what you could do with PV and the grid tied uh, uh, solar systems really didn't open up things until uh, late 2016 into 2017. So we really got, you know, only about two years under our belt here. So that's why, I mean, you know, regulations and rules and laws really prevented it from being a wide open situation for most homeowners and business owners. So that's, that's the main thing. It's just uh, in the infant stages still. And, and so now that it's, now that it's, uh, you know, got the green light, um, it's just exploded. That's awesome. Well, I was, I was researching your company and all that a little bit, Frankie, and I got pranked pretty good. And I don't know if you knew this, but I, I see an article on there that says set up my solar is chosen to build solar at the Trump for the Trump administration. Oh <laughs> yeah. Something, something like that. And I see that. I'm like, no way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that was, these guys. That, 
Yeah, that was like a fake meme going around. So I thought I would grab <laughs> hold of it just to get some attention. So it was it was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. That paints me That's pretty a, good. You must you must have been digging deep. That's an old one. That's way back. <laughs> I think it comes on like six in the search results or something like that. But I was like, I was blown away for a second, and then I'm reading it. I'm like, wow, this this doesn't look like a typical news article. And then I look at the bottom and it says like prank news or something like that. Right. <laughs> I'm like, right. wow, got me good. Well, Lisa's still but, working, man. It's still got a good effect. Yeah. Hopefully people find that. You gotten any business from that? Any customers looking that up and calling you about it? Not that I know directly, but it's just, uh, it was just a, an attention getter and uh, yeah. just something to laugh about. So, yep. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, cool. Well, yeah, we want to hear kind of your background, your story, Frankie. I know you've experienced a lot of failures, it looks like, and it seems like everything's going a lot better now. You've grown your company a ton. Um, so, yeah, give give us kind of your background, how you got into solar and what you've been doing to build your company. Well, I got into solar because someone introduced me to a meeting uh, to go to uh, because at the time I was uh, probably in some of the hardest financially and emotionally. And um, I was at the time sleeping in my car at the rest areas on the interstate. I did that for six, seven months because of you know some of the bad decisions I made with my money and some of the bridges that I burned with the people that I was connected to. Yeah. I was a joke, man. Um, and I don't, I don't pretend to be anything less than that. As far as that part of my life, I was, uh, I was a joke, man. I, I, uh, I really was being careless with who I was and what I was trying to do. And, uh, by default, I, I definitely, uh, deserved where I was at, but you know, I had to make a decision and sleeping in your car is not so fun. You know, I was literally taking showers in the sinks of bathrooms, um, <laughs> I was, uh, I was Wi-Fi hopping, you know, cause I didn't have phone service. I just could use the free Wi-Fi. Um, you know, it was a struggle. It was a real struggle, but it was a struggle that I kind of self-inflicted, uh, on myself, but, um, I still had to make a decision, you know, to, to either change it or to get worse. And, um, don't get me wrong. Uh, even though it was my, my, uh, mainly my fault that I was in that situation, it was still tough, even when I decided to change things around. It didn't. It didn't happen overnight. Um, so there was a lot of days and, and, and nights that was really tough. Depression uh, is something that you know creeps up on you when when you're in those situations. But I kept fighting through, and I would get up and I would uh, find the one shirt I had that was still wrinkled and throw a little jacket over it just to hide it. And I would still go network. I would still try to find you know. I still had this attitude of I'm, I'm about to shake someone's hand and maybe there's a million dollar deal on the line. And I, I met one person who introduced me to another person who introduced me to another person. And then they introduced me uh, to this idea of showing up to this meeting to possibly sell solar. And I had no idea what solar was really capable of doing. I knew I knew the basic concepts of solar energy. And so I went to this meeting and, um, the guys there that were going were already a part of the company. Um, they were really uh, energetic and they were really uh, excited. And uh, you know, to get a to get a room full of guys excited, you know, and pumped up, you either making a lot of money or you're just lunatics, right? <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, those guys were making money, and you know, 
no offense to any of those guys, but I knew I could do it if they could do it, right? Yeah. So I decided that this was a great product, great opportunity, and it also paid well. So I decided I had to go all in because I didn't really have a lot of choices, much less um, did I have any opportunities. So I, I had to take this opportunity and go 100% in, and I did. I had to go to training for two weeks, and the training that I had to go to was like almost an hour and 20 minutes away. And I ran out of gas like so many different times. I mean, I didn't have a lot of money. I mean, five bucks was like a lot of money back then. Wow. So I ran out of, out of, I ran out of gas like several times just trying to get to training, trying to pass training. But somehow, some way, either when I would run out of gas, someone would show up and help me out or somebody would, you know, be able to know that was, that was me or whatnot. And here I was, somehow I would make it. And I got through training, and I finished training, and then I started out in the field. And uh, so I, I began to, you know, get customers and start talking to customers. And it took a while for me to fi figure out how to actually sell this, deal, this, this, this thing called solar. But mm -hmm. probably about seven or eight contents later, I did my first deal. By the way, my first customer that signed up and signed all the paperwork actually canceled the next day, and that was devastating. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know what? That's a part of the process, you know, is sometimes people get cold feet. And I wanted to give up, but I'm yeah. glad I didn't because the next day I got an, a customer who signed up and actually uh, stuck and got installed. And, and then probably, probably eight weeks later, I was one of the top guys in that office because I was just so hungry, literally. Yeah. <laughs> literally hungry. <laughs> yeah. um, and, so, um, and so I became one of the top guys in that office. And uh, little by little, I realized that there was some limitations with that organization. And so I've teamed up with a contractor at the time because I had a lot of customers who wanted solar. But for some reason, that organization was was very, uh, very picky about who they would install solar on. And this this contractor wasn't that picky. So I figured, hey, uh, I need to I need to team up with someone who actually uh, can get it done because I, I, I didn't have no. Uh, reservations of making money and helping customers. So I wanted to sign up everyone. And so that's what I did. And I created a page called set up my solar hmm. and, and uh, you know, and then little people and then little by little that contractor couldn't keep up. So I decided we got to become a contractor and install the solar ourselves. That's the only way to really master this business because customer service is really a big part of this. And so we became, uh, we, we decided to figure out how to become a contractor. We became a contractor and that was, uh, that was like two years ago. And then we just took off. Right. And in our first year we did, uh, about 600,000, uh, our first full year, I should say $600,000 in sales. Wow. And then last year we did two, uh, almost $18 million. We grew, uh, like crazy, like 2,600%. Someone oh, told me. Wow. $18 million, uh, nearly $18 million of sales. And we have over a hundred people working for us and, uh, we're in two States. We're covering all of Florida and a little bit of Georgia now. And, um, and now we sit here in 2019, uh, trying to take it even to the next level and help even other solar companies try to be successful. So we've done that, um, in this shorter bit of time in, and I got to tell you, uh, the main reason I believe we've done that is because we've really invested in the places, particularly people, um, to really help us grow. And I, I knew from the very beginning that um, it had to be that way or it wasn't really gonna last. You know, making a, making a dollar or getting a commission is one thing, 
-hmm. but for it to last, it's got to be built on a different foundation than just a sale. And so that's what we decided to do from, from the very beginning. So hopefully that gives you guys a, a little bit of idea of how I got started there. Yeah. That's crazy, man. I love hearing stories like that. Kind of the rags to riches type. And, uh, so how long ago was that that you first got in the industry? Well, that was uh, almost three years ago, three years ago. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, I wish I knew you back then. Cause I would have hit you up, let you come live in our company housing at least <laughs> <laughs> come work for our company. Yeah. Cause yeah, man, I was a, I was a similar story. Luckily our company had a housing at the time. So luckily I could just go live there or else I would have been doing the same thing. Right. <laughs> live down in my car. Right. But uh, yeah, that's what I think is incredible about this industry. I mean, you get a couple cells under your belt, make some money and um, great industry, great com- commissions. I was doing the same thing though. I was living in the company housing had about 20 bucks in my bank accounts and literally had to beg the other sales reps to, you know, give me some of their food, stuff like that, which right. I'm sure you've been through right. things. So I was cooking all the eggs in the morning, cooking the food for everybody, and then seeing if they'd let me just have some of the food since I cooked it for them. Right. <laughs> kind hey, of a personal shift. situation, that's for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. But yeah, I feel you about the cancellations because exact same thing happened to me. Took me about three weeks in to get my first deal and they canceled. It was like a 10 kilowatt system. Would have made, I don't know, three grand in commissions or something. They canceled yeah. the next day. So I was devastated, man. So yep. close to giving up. Yeah. But glad sure. we didn't. But that's yeah. awesome, man. Um, for sure. So yeah, what's, uh, how, how big are you? You have two offices, you said right now, or you're in two different states? Or how many different offices do you have? We have uh, we have an office uh, in Orlando, um, one in the greater area of Tampa and Ocala, and then we have a dealership in Jacksonville, and then we have an office in Georgia. So I think that's four four locations. Um, okay. But we cover a lot of Florida, even with the few offices that we have here. And uh, yeah, we have uh, a quite quite a bit of a team now. That's awesome. Yeah, part of what we're doing for our solarpreneurs is what we call our guys here on the podcast. But we're trying to teach sales reps to not only to use kind of all forms of lead generation, um, not just limit themselves to one thing and be able to master just kind of being entrepreneurs of the solar game like you're doing. So as far as like um, lead generation, what kind of things are you guys using to get leads well, I mean, um, obviously, Facebook is one of the be- uh, best ways to create uh, leads and appointments. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, whether it's uh, posting in Facebook groups or actually um, using your ad spend to create advertisements and leads that way. Um, is this gonna? Is this podcast gonna be on video or just audio? It'll so, be video. Yeah. It'll be video. Okay. Yeah. If that's the case, hey, uh, um, grab me one of those signs, yard signs in the front. All right. I want to get, I want to show you guys one thing that a lot of uh, solar people don't do. That's a really affordable way of creating phone calls. And then if you got someone that's good on the phone to actually create uh, appointments, um, this could be really lucrative. We've used this. I want to show you if if this is going to be on video, you guys can see it for yourself. And um, it's been so lucrative for us that, um, you know, we recommend it for everyone. Um, and I even bought the company that created all the signs for us. Just that's how lucrative it was oh, awesome. um, because it works really good. Um, now Facebook, I think still wins the number one seat when it comes to lead generation. 
or mm -hmm. solar anyways. Um, but this one becomes probably a close second. And the reason why it's a close second is because it's very affordable. So, you know, you can do other things like we got radio ads that do really well for us. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but if you're talking to people who are kind of getting started, maybe they don't have the budget for that yet. Mm -hmm. but, um, this is something that pretty much anyone, and we encourage all of our own reps to do. But, cool. Uh, this right here. Okay. Oh, awesome. What this, kind of? This is a this. Uh, some people call these snipe signs. Some call them yard signs. But these signs right here. Wow, literally, that's awesome. And and it and it says go so <laughs> pocket and the phone number and then the website below. Right nice. now, between you and me, it doesn't seem like this is much. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a there's a lot behind this. First of all, the color and the simple uh, ad, right? Yeah. So go solar zero out pocket. Well, if you're in a market like we're in, where a lot of people don't know what that means, but it's interesting enough to make the phone call. Guess mm -hmm. what they're gonna do? They're gonna call to find out. Yeah. Half the battle is when you're in when you're getting a lead is getting them on the phone, right? Yeah. So they're going to call. Guess what? They're already on the phone. So now you just got to sell them for the reason of why you need to come out and give them an energy audit and, and give them a consultation. And I'm telling you, this thing works. So nice. we do this, guys, uh, in, and you can tell all of your, your people that listen and watch. Um, and I'll give you the link here. Um, yeah. These, you can get a box. You can get a, a hundred of these, double-sided, by the way. Okay. Nice. And it comes with the, the steak. So you can just stick it in the ground. You can get a hundred of these. These are uh, 24 by 18, I believe, 24 by 18. So they're not okay. small signs either. So you put them in the four corners of a high uh, traffic intersection. Uh -huh. You get a hundred of those for 350 bucks. Okay. Okay. Now, if you're in solar like you, like we are, one deal pays for this and still makes you money. Yeah. Right. Even if, and, and at this point, we hire people to put them out for us. So we don't even have to put them out anymore. So we give them a dollar per sign. So now it's uh, 450 bucks that we're spending. So wow. the ROI is easy because all you need is one deal for this to make money. Huh. All deal, right. Yeah. Um, and then if you're in, not in Florida and we ship these boxes to you and may, maybe it costs another 20 bucks. So you might, if you pay for someone to put them out uh, or you can put them out yourself, you're, you're going to spend maybe 370 bucks. But again, one deal and this what what if you put these out in the right places in the right uh, right areas you'll get tons of phone calls and now you're just gonna you, you should out of a hundred signs you should probably create at least in my opinion 10 appointments wow. so 10 appointments do your close ratio hopefully your close ratio is between 40 and 50 percent yeah and then you close two or three of those guys okay. the roi is clear wow. right yeah that's huge and this so these are a hundred little mini billboards out there telling telling people to call you. Yeah. So you know that's what's awesome. Wow. Um, I'm gonna give you the link. I think uh, let me let me double check on this real quick while we're on here <clears throat> for you guys to check it out. Um, and I, we did so well with these signs. I bought the company. Okay. <laughs> that's awesome. And um, these signs really do work. Um, let me make sure uh, I got the link here. So you guys can check those out. Um, but advertising signs that work.com advertising signs that work.com. Um, it, it's spelled just like it sounds advertising signs 
thatwork.com. And the honest truth is they do work. They definitely do work. Um, I think we did almost 200 deals off of those signs last year. Wow. That's a game changer, man. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Well, we'll post that in the show notes, but that's, yeah, I haven't, I haven't heard too much, too many people using, I guess that specific strategy. Do you, so do you post them like everywhere? Is it in people's yards or is it like street intersections? No, you definitely don't want to put them in people's yards and you're going to get a lot of negative calls. But what you want to do is put them on intersections where people are stopping at the stop sign or the red lights. Okay. Tilted towards the call cars and uh, you might want to put a couple of them per uh, turning lane or per stop so if you got a four corner intersection you're going to have you know put out eight of them you know two per per uh, per right side and then just go find the major intersections or find the uh, entrances to the nice subdivisions or the subdivisions you want to target yeah at the end of the day um does it guarantee a sale but when you get enough phone calls you know it's a numbers game so all you need is you're going to probably get about 20, 30 calls. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now the signs are not going to stay out there because people are going to pick them up. The County or the city is going to throw them away. So you have to keep ordering them. But at the end of the day, if you're spending 350 bucks, maybe 400 and maybe 450, if you, if you pay someone to put them out, all you need is one deal. Yeah. All you need is one deal. Right. <laughs> so true. at the end of the day, you got a hundred signs out there. You're going to get phone calls and that's the name of the game, getting people to call you. So yeah. we get people to call them. They're already on the phone, guys. That's the that's the that's that's the key thing. They're already on the phone. Have you Taylor? I'm sure you got a lead, but it was hard to get a hold of them, right? Oh, get yeah, them on the phone. for sure. These guys are already on the phone because they're calling you. Yeah. So when you when you got them on the phone, then you tell them a good reason. Now you got to have you you know, you, you got to have your, your you know your A game when it comes to being on the phone. Give them a good reason why you got to come out and measure the sun levels. Do the energy audit look at their electric bill, make sure wife and, and husband are there at the same time. Same thing, but you got them on the phone this time and this makes a big difference. And so I would say this was the number two uh, way we created leads and, and generated sales. Um, and number one was Facebook. Number two was yard signs. Um, number three would be referrals. And then we got some other things we've done like radio. Um, and then we do, we do uh, door knocking as well. Yeah. Uh, but these are the ways that you can use your money. And I teach all of our guys, whether they've been here a week or they've been here a year, go invest in your own success, right? Yeah. Invest in your own success, buy these signs. And listen, if you guys buy a box of signs from my company, I'm, not, I'm making pennies. I'd rather yeah. you guys go sell a deal and make a ton of money. I bought the company just so I could save myself a few more bucks. That's it. Yeah. That, company is, that company is barely going to make three or four hundred thousand dollars right yeah. by the way it's by the way those signs are the cheapest in the whole country really you can't find you cannot find that's three dollars and fifty cents a sign double-sided color with a stake anybody can go out there and try to find a sign company that, that does them for cheaper if they do i'll match the price i guarantee you there's not there's not another company out there so <laughs> that's, that's awesome. one of the strategies out there um and we'll ship them right to your doorstep if you if you guys want to do that, and uh, I don't really, this is the first time I've ever told anybody outside of uh, myself about that secret, right? So Taylor, you're getting you're getting like <laughs> you're getting some of the secrets we're going to share at the Solar Success Summit. Holy wow! Thanks, man. Yeah, <laughs> you just dropped some some knowledge bombs on us there. Right, that's awesome. Yeah, I haven't heard anyone 
that's the first time I've heard anyone doing it like that. Cause I've seen people doing like the referral signs of deals they've installed, putting up signs like that. Yeah. You, deals, I mean, you but, can use these for that as well. But the main thing is getting people interested in what, what does zero out of pocket mean? And that's all you're trying to do is get them the call because they want to know. And when you get them on the phone, then you try to sell them on the appointment. And then when you're at the appointment, of course you do what you do best and try to close them on the deal. Yeah. Yeah. My question is, Frankie, I know solar is not, um, it's a little more untapped there than it is in the California market. Have you had, you know, people have done the similar strategy in like markets like California where a lot more people know about solar? I mean, listen, the signs now listen, the company that I own, you people order signs for all kinds of different things, right? Yeah. Yards, uh, cleaning yards, mowing yards, taxes, um, you know, buying homes, repairing homes. These signs work anywhere. It's just a matter of if you're in a market like California, where it's a lot of knowledge about solar already, mm -hmm. you just, you know, maybe we need, maybe you have to try a little bit of a different wording like yeah. uh, solar, you know, something, something that get, catches their eye. Cause you don't got a lot of space on there. You know, it's a little, it's a small sign. So, you yeah. know, I'm not sure. I don't have anyone that I know of that's using it, but I will tell you it's worth the try. You know, yeah. it's worth trying to put out something that gives people's attention. I mean, and in California, I think kind of this, 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 this sign would work because you guys over there, you know, if they buy a new home from what I, what I understand, they got to have solar of some kind of renewable energy. Is that right? Yeah. Starting next year. Uh huh. Right. So all new homes, you, know, you could, put something on here like, Hey, um, get the solar you need, uh, you know, for a very low cost call today to, to save you even more money or whatever, something that gets people to call. That's all you're trying to do is trying to get them to call. Yeah. Wow. Crazy strategy. Love it. That's awesome. What about, I know we have some listeners that aren't even in the country. Do you ship those to different countries or is it just us? Well, I haven't shipped them out of the country, but we can figure that out. That's not a problem. Okay. That's awesome. Cool. We'll post a link to that. And yeah, I love that. We're always uh, all about your new strategies, getting leads. So that's I think right. I'm going to have to try that for sure. And then do you have like an inside sales team that's receiving these calls or do you just put like your personal number on there and they're calling you directly? Yeah, we have, uh, we have so many calls that come in cause we, we literally put out several hundred of signs a week. Right. Wow. So um, we have a little bit of a call center that takes the calls and tries to turn them into appointments. So, um, because listen, it, you know, at first it's okay to put out a box of signs and you take the calls, but eventually you got to leverage this situation where you got enough phone calls coming in. You hire one person, train them how to take the calls and turn them into appointments. And then you're not even going to have time to put signs out anymore because yeah. if you're really going and selling deals, you're going to have to hire someone to put the signs out, hire someone to take the calls, turn them into appointments. That's how I built this company is the same process creating leads with a phone number with a lead form they fill out or the signs where they call directly and then turning them into appointments so all i'm doing is checking my calendar and finding out where the next appointment is that's all i'm doing awesome. now at first i started off with my own phone number on there but eventually it had to lead where someone else had to do it for me and even put the signs out for me yeah awesome yeah, and I think that's important. Obviously, you can't be taking the calls forever. If you really want to grow, really want to take it to the next level, and then I think you right. got to be you gotta, you gotta hire people. You got to focus on what you do best, and that is closing deals. Exactly. That's awesome. Um, the other thing, well, I know we have solar guys out there, Frankie, that 
like want to start their own thing. They're working the company like, like you were. And then they want to like do something like you did, like step away and build their own brand company. What would you say? How did you transition into working for your solar company and then actually going out? I'm sure it was like nerve wracking to go out and kind of start your own company and all that. How did you make that transition? Well, I mean, honestly, it, it took a it it took a lot of different um, steps to make that happen and figure it out. But um, you know, I'm glad I did because I've been able to help a lot of people. I think I think the main thing is is no matter what you're in. I mean, I'm sure there's some industries or some positions out there that doesn't require you to interact with people that much. I can't think of any of them off the top of my head. Um, but this industry, uh, the product is solar but it doesn't move. It doesn't go anywhere. It's not as effective or impactful unless you realize it's really the business of people. Um, and people is your best asset for pretty much any organization. Um, and if you don't get good with people and I don't mean just the customers, mm -hmm. I mean your own team. If you don't, if you're not willing to bleed with your people and they don't feel like you you're willing to bleed with them, yeah, they might stay because they, they get paid pretty well. But at the end of the day, when you want to really build something that lasts, and that's the difference here, guys, it's easy to, to, to create a team of salespeople and get sales. But finding people who will dig deep with you when things are slow or things are struggling, or even when they're struggling or when you're struggling, you got to find people that actually are, you know, working towards a common goal and their, their buy-in is deep, right? Yeah. And this is and this is how I believe you do that. You give them an opportunity and you empower them to chip away of the chip away at their own dream. Okay, yeah. that's what I call it. Yeah. Um so for example, you bring someone on and you say, "Hey, listen, this can help you make a lot of money, but more importantly, this can help you do what you really are called to do. Maybe it's you're trying to be a book writer, maybe you want to be a business owner, maybe you want to be a speaker, maybe you want to open up your own company eventually. When you make the type of money you can make in this industry, you can, you're now giving yourself a chance to do that. But more importantly, you're going to learn how to deal with people, how to train people, how to lead people, how to deal with objections, how to, uh, you know, go through the challenges, right? So what I do is I take someone that walks off the street that is looking for a job or a paycheck. And I use that to the, their advantage as well. I use their dream against them. Nice. And I try to get them to understand that we can chip away at their dream at the same time, chip away at the common goal that we have here. And that's building something that helps other people be financially uh, better fit as well as helping customers go solar. And yeah. when you do that and people know that you care about their success, not just because you're, they're making money for you mm -hmm. and they buy in and then they're indebted to you. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, again, it's not hard finding people who want to make money. People want to make money and people want to make good money. So it's not hard finding people who want to come work for you that are there because they want to make money. Mm -hmm. But it is hard to find people who will last and not give up and not jump ship because when, you know, I mean, th those people are going to do that regardless. But when you find a few people that really are there because you have built a bond and a, and a, and a team, mm -hmm. they're not going nowhere. Yeah. They're not going nowhere. Yeah. And you, and you do that by empowering them and letting them know we're going to chip away at your dream together. 
And so I teach, I teach my people everything I can as if, as if they're starting their own company hmm. and people, a lot of people, especially in this industry, you might be able to even attest to this Taylor. Yeah. They're like, well, wait, 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 don't tell them everything because then they might go and leave. Yeah. Right. True. Yeah. True. If you tell them everything, they're going to leave, but that's not true. Some people are going to leave regardless, whatever you tell them or not tell them. Yeah. Some people are just, they love jumping ship and finding new grass that's greener on the other side. They're going to do that regardless. Mm -hmm. But then there's a group of people who will stay no matter what you train them, whatever, what you teach them. And there's a group of people who will even stay when you, when they're making enough money to start their own thing. Yeah. Because you invested in them more than just a paycheck because you spent time with them. You bled with them. You taught with, taught with them. Uh, you cried, cried with them. You pushed them. You gave them tools and training and empowered them to be successful. And when you do that, they're indebted to you. Hmm. And then what they do is they get in the, in the, in the trenches with you and they fight and they keep going and they keep building. And most of those people never leave. They're loyal, right? Loyalty is royalty. I love it. That's true. And I think easy to get in that scarcity mindset where it's like, Oh, guys will leave guys will take all the secrets. And right. I mean, even on, even on the podcast, I'm sure I've had some guys hesitant to jump on. Cause there's like, Oh, I don't want to like share my secrets. I don't want to share what's having success. Yeah, some but. people are going to leave regardless. You just got it. That's the, that's the business of people. That's why you got to get good at, at the business of people. People are messy. People are, yeah. uh, uh, make mistakes. People do stupid stuff. But if you understand that going in, that there's some people going to leave anyways, just focus on the people who are sticking around and invest in them in a way where they know that you care beyond just the paycheck that you give them. Give them the real you. Give them the heart of you. Be vulnerable with them. Tell them the mistakes and the, and the hardships you even deal with. And I tell you what, man, that makes the big difference, man. I know this ain't the sexy thing about solar. Because it's you know the sexy thing about solar is tell me how you get more leads, yeah. Tell me how you get more recruits. Tell me how you build your business. Well, really, this is how I did it. Yeah. Right. Don't get me wrong. I got some creative ideas of how to get more leads, as I just showed you. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, people who walk in my door who want a job, they come in for the paycheck, but they stay because their potential. Mm. We help them fulfill it. Love it. So one of my questions, Frankie, is, and I've seen this in companies is when they grow obviously you can't be in all your offices at once so i mean you got to train your other guys to kind of keep that culture but what do you suggest when you're growing like that in multiple states multiple offices how do you keep that cultural culture strong and how do you like envision your guys to have that same mindset and training with all the new hires that come on that you're not you know in contact with necessarily well, I mean, you're constantly preaching the same message, but you're also practicing the same message. So, for for example, I mean, we, we're constantly always, like, making sure we're showcasing the example that we want to have, the culture we want to have. I mean, we say all the time, if uh, the currency we have the most around here is care. Mm. We care about what we do. We care about one another, and we care about our customers. If you don't care and you'll be found out real quick because if you just care about the paycheck then and don't care about uh, other people that work here, you're going to be found out. You're going to be exposed. Yeah. And so if everybody has that standard of care, caring about their job, caring about the people they work with and caring about the customers, 
as soon as you get off track for that, it, you will stand out like a sore thumb because you have to, you have to, you know, fall in line with the culture. So we preach it and we practice it. And there's been some people that in some cases didn't deserve a second chance, but because we gave them a second chance, but we also gave them, you know, some, some instruction and some strict guidelines. And we said, we're doing this because we care. We, we not only, we only, pre, not only preach it a lot, but we practice it a lot and people have experienced that care uh, from the head up, you know, from my office down. And then they know that this is not just something we talk about. It's something we actually do. So constantly communicating the care aspect, the care culture and constantly practicing it. You know, we, we feed, uh, we gave uh, 500 turkeys away for to in our community. Uh, we helped people at Christmas. Some of the schools we did, uh, we bought backpacks then we have also our internal, um, you know, outreach that we help people that work for us that sometimes are struggling. Um, mm -hmm. We bought one of the girls that work for us a car. We helped other people with some uh, medical issues. I mean, wow. we just constantly awesome. not only just say it, but we actually, you know, do it as much as we can. And then again, there's been some people that typically would have, you know, been let go of or mm -hmm. would have been, uh, uh, you know, treated a little differently in your typical world. Uh, and in and, and company, but we gave them another chance and we did it. And, and now they made a turnaround. So, you know, when you really care about people, you do things different than what's in the typical playbook of a corporation or a company, you awesome. know, you care more about them, the person than just the paycheck, then you'll do things. And sometimes you get burned, you know, people, why, why Taylor, why do people not want to help people out because they got burned before, right? Yeah, true. I mean, has anybody ever hurt you and burned you and did you wrong? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think everyone so has. A lot of times people don't do things for people because they got burned in the past. Well, guess what? I've been burned too. People have taken advantage of me. They've taken my money and ran. I've helped people and they did the wrong thing with it. Yeah. That's what people do. But some people don't. Yeah. So you have to make up your mind that you're going to be in the business of people. And some people are not going to do what they need to do. And some people are but it doesn't mean you should stop doing what you're supposed to do. And that is care for people in a way where they, they, they really want to see their potential fulfilled. So, yeah, love it. It's like, it's like our man Zig Ziglar says, people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. Right. That's right. Hey, it's true in any business. Yeah. Any successful business owner I've talked to, they definitely have been burned. I was at a right. conference yeah. in Nashville last week and guy got 150 grand stolen from him from one one of his managers in the philippines actually he ran kind of an overseas business got 150 grand taken which is like probably a million dollars in the philippines and uh yeah it's crazy i mean you got to realize that the stuff happens but i mean not let it stop you from giving and I, what i think is cool frank is you came from like those humble beginnings so i'm sure that's part of why you give so much because you're like man i came from the streets basically so yeah helping yeah. out people that probably in similar situations for sure for sure yeah. I mean, john yeah. maxwell says you can love without leading but you cannot lead without loving so you yeah. got to care man i mean people is the main ingredient to all this i mean i could not have grown the business by myself from the small beginnings to where we're at now i had to have a team but then some people only build a team because they think that's going to help them make more money and it will but it won't last so you got to do it for the right reasons. You can't just have a team of people. Uh, you got to do it for the right reasons. You got to care about them. You got to know, you got to know them more than just what their position is and their title. You got to know them beyond the surface. 
Who, yeah. who are they? What makes, what moves them? What motivates them? What's their challenges? What's their strengths? What are their weaknesses? And it takes time to do that. You got to build a relationship with these people. And, uh, you know, and then what they do is they take that same philosophy for the most part and they do it with the people they work with directly. And, and I keep doing that every day to try to help us grow. I love it. Awesome. Yeah, no doubt. That's been a huge contributor to your success. Another thing I saw Frankie that you guys did is, um, something like super Saturdays with uh, training. Tell, tell me about that. I thought that was interesting where you do like, is that every Saturday or once a quarter or something like that? Once a quarter, super Saturdays. And the thing about it is, is you got to understand people learn different ways, right? They learn visually, they learn audibly, they learn uh, aesthetically, you know, th different ways, right? Yeah. So what we do is uh, super Saturdays, we simulate, uh, we, we set up a little area in our training room of uh, uh, what it would be like to be at the kitchen table or at the living room of a house, right? Because, you know, we're, we're selling solar in a house. Yeah. And what people can now see is a real uh, demo of what it's like to go through a presentation and close the deal. Right. Mm. Um, I want to take it to the next level. I'm going to give you guys another idea we haven't done yet, but I know it will work. Okay. I actually want to bring one of our customers in who is shopping, who hasn't bought yet, <laughs> bring them to the super Saturday. Nice. And, Say, hey, listen, you don't have to buy from us, but we want to, we got a bunch of guys who are learning how to sell. Would you mind letting them practice on you right here in our conference room? And you can just sit at the table and we'll buy you lunch. We'll take care of you, whatever. And then those guys, you know, maybe one of the people that do good in the Super Saturday, get the deal. Nice. That's awesome. What do you think about that? That's pretty good. Awesome. That's a good That's idea. Awesome. Yeah. Right? Um, I mean, it'd take somebody willing to show up and do that, but um I thought about doing that um, a while back. And so here's the key to this. Mm -hmm. Simulating what the situation is going to feel like, look like, and be like. Mm -hmm. I think that's key. That's, I mean, if you, if, you go, if you decide to become a pilot, right, yeah. and fly cargo or fly people, they're not, they're not just going to let you jump in a plane and start flying around. Yeah. They put you in a simulator, right? Yeah, true. That's a part of the training. And if you don't get past the simulator, you ain't never going to get in the plane. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people forget salespeople, especially because we train a lot of newer salespeople who don't have a lot of sales experience. Mm -hmm. That's the key too, guys, by the way, a lot of people want to only hire the people who have experience. Don't get me wrong. You should hire some people who have experience, but that's all they want to hire. You yeah. should hire people who don't have experience like myself. I didn't have a lot of in-home sales. Matter of fact, I hadn't sold anything in the house. Uh, before I got into solar. But my mm -hmm. point is, is that we hire a lot of new, newer sales background people. And, but the key to training them is they actually have to feel it and they have to experience it and see it. And that's why we go to the extent of setting up the uh, demonstration as if it's in a living room and it's a simulation of what's going on and what's going to happen. And these guys are going to be able to learn. So just like a pilot, you have to go through the simulator and once you go through the simulator, if you pass that, then when it comes to the real life thing, it becomes more, you, you, you can, you have some of the similar things and then you know how to deal with it and you know how to respond, you know how to navigate. I mean, I don't know if you've ever been with somebody that you're trying to shadow and some of these jokers can't even, they, they stumble, stumble over the living room, uh, you know, coffee table. <laughs> they don't yeah. know how to even talk about a picture that's on the wall. Yeah. Uh, 
You know I mean, they don't know much about nothing because, you know, people don't even care about that stuff anymore. But if you simulate what it's going to be like mm -hmm. in the house and then go through those steps, when the guys go out there and actually are in the house, their level of success is, 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 is going to increase. The chances of them actually closing a deal is going to increase. So we don't just do a training where someone's in the front teaching things, which we do that. But we also do a demo, a real life demo, uh, simulating what's happening or what would happen. And man, we found that that works really, really good, guys. So if you guys are out there wondering how to train somebody, why don't you just simulate the whole thing? Set up a living room setup, go rent a house for a couple of weeks or whatever, or get a real customer who's looking for for solar. Tell them to come in and and let it be a real life answers and objections. Yeah. Who says you can't do that? Yeah, why not? Right? Yeah, that's awesome. So how often do you, uh, once a quarter, do you like switch off guys or how is it being like broadcasted to your whole company or how do you right? that out? Anybody who's in sales comes to the Super Saturday um, okay. and we, we end up doing it where we give them extra promotions and extra, uh, you know, incentives if they show up, right? Okay. So for example, we'll give them an extra $500 per deal if they come to Super Saturday and get trained stay the whole time mm -hmm. and then any deal they sign up from that point to the end of the month, they get an extra 500 bucks. So there's nice. an extra incentive there for those that show up and get trained. And then it helps you increase your sales as well. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I think that's awesome for the culture and not only that, but the training. Right. Um, yeah. Anyone that's followed like Grant Cardone and those guys, they're all about role playing, putting yourself in simulation because right. that's what increases the deals hundred percent. And you would do you, besides that, do you have your guys um, do those simulations just kind of like on their own or um, do you, is it kind of like an office thing you do simulations in the office anytime or is that just kind of on their own? Well, I mean, that's a, that's a whole company thing. The super Saturday, um, yeah. everybody gets together for that. But during the week, uh, the once a week trainings, they have different things and different role playing uh, per office, you know, yeah. but the super Saturday, everybody's coming together again. That's once a quarter. Um, yeah. I, you know, I don't think you, you don't have to have it every, every week or every month, but once a quarter and make it a big deal. We buy lunch, we have music. It's fun. I mean, anytime you get together, if you're not making money, but helping them make money, it still needs to be fun. You can't be, you know, it can't be, you know, a snooze fest, man. I mean, you got to make it where people, want to come and have time a good time but also are learning how to create more income for themselves and uh it really works man if you do that that way and simulate the situation people feel more i mean because here's the thing right mm -hmm. you not dominate until there's clarity mm. you can't dominate anything until you have clarity and so a lot of these guys don't have clear uh, have a clear picture of how to even navigate a conversation how to navigate the actual physical home, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, we got pictures on the wall. We, we pretend to have pictures on the wall. We have, you know, flowers on the table. We have a couch. We have a kitchen table. I mean, the whole nine yards, you know, nice. wife and husband. I mean, we, 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 we have a little hat that they can draw out of the, the op, you know, uh, the situation, the scenario, mm -hmm. the objection. So it's all thrown out there. And then when they go through that, they understand these are the, these are the situations that might come up. And then they're better prepared, 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 <laughs> prepared. <laughs> prepared yeah. um, got tongue tied there. Um, 
and then they have clarity and then they can dominate. Wow. Okay. That's yeah. That's a sweet idea. You got some good ideas, man. Thanks for dropping some secrets with us. Well, Frankie, I know we got to wrap up pretty soon here, but last thing we definitely want to talk about what you're doing with the solar uh, success summit. So we, I want you to tell us a little bit about that, how you came up with the idea and, and get guys excited for it. So let's get some people. I think it's an awesome thing you're doing for it. So yeah. How'd you come? Uh, where did this come from? Well, we, we, uh, we decided that this year we wanted to um, help other solar companies. Matter of fact, it came because people were calling us, asking us how we're doing things. Um, and the more and more phone calls showed up, they realized that it was, you know, they realized that my heart and mindset is to help others. Um, I'm not just trying to, you know, make a dollar off someone. I'm trying to help people uh, really be successful. I mean, that's what I'm all about. And, you know, a lot of people are, again, they're afraid to share the secrets because they don't want someone else to take advantage. Well, the honest truth is, my opinion is, true success is when you help others be successful. Yeah. And that even means sometimes even helping your competition. Yeah. <laughs> right? Sure. Uh -huh. um, because at the end of the day, you know, we all have something that we need to gain and we need, we need help with. And so people have helped me. I'm going to help others. So we, we decided with all the phone calls we were getting, from people asking us how to do certain things, uh, we would create this Solar Success Summit. And it's gonna be May 17th and 18th, right here uh, in the greater Tampa Bay area. You fly into Tampa. We're gonna have the godfather of lead generation, Bill Murphy himself. He's coming to both both days, teaching Sweet. about lead generation, teaching on his system. Sweet. Um, we're gonna have myself and my team sharing about these different aspects, our process. We're gonna give people a, it's actually a here at our headquarters. so. We're going to okay. give people a behind the scenes tour of our different departments. You can see our call center. You can see our account management department. You can see our finance team. You can see our sales uh, team, our, our operations, our warehouse. You'll be able to see it that, you know, you'll be able to see that we're a real solar company, not just some, uh, you know, a guy in a one, one office suite here. We're, we're a real solar company and you'll be able to see for yourself. And then, the networking part of it's going to be awesome too, because you're going to be able to network with other solar companies and people and learn from each other. So the whole week, the whole weekend, the, the Friday and Saturday is going to be about learning things and gain, gaining knowledge and strategies that you can take back with you and grow your company. And even if you're just a sales rep or a sales associate, you'll be able to learn some strategies yourself. Uh, whether you're a CEO, CFO, marketing manager, direct manager, sales manager, or just a rep. There's something for everyone at this conference. It's going to be our first one. We've already been asked about our second one. We, I'm like, can we even finish this first one first? <laughs> yeah. uh, May 17th and 18th, you have to go to solarsuccesssummit.com, solarsuccesssummit.com, okay. and you can buy, um, give me the other uh, passes as well. You can get a, a pass. When you buy a, a pass from us, you're going to get one of these shirts here nice right for success okay you'll get a shirt and then you have an option three options you can buy a general uh emission pass okay okay good, good looking guy right there um, <laughs> okay you have vip pass this vip pass uh it gets you into the vip party friday night there's gonna be dinner you get to mingle with uh Myself, my team, Bill Murphy and his team, you'll be able to network. It'll be good. He, uh, Bill Murphy has rented out a little mansion over here. It has a pool oh, and everything. So it's okay. going to be awesome. Or you can become a sponsor. You can get a sponsorship table. You can speak both days. If you buy a sponsorship, 
all three of those are on that website. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to say this not because I'm trying to sell tickets. I'm going to say this because our, our conference area only holds up to so many people. We only can hold up to like 120 people. Yeah. So, and we got a lot of sales already. So guys, grab your tickets, come out to Tampa. May is going to be beautiful, right? Yeah. And the reason why I know it's going to be beautiful because May is my birthday, right? <laughs> a beautiful month. Perfect. Right? Yeah. right? It's pretty beautiful in May, right? It's not too hot yet. It gets hot really, really hot in June and July and August, but okay. it's not too hot yet. So May 17th and 18th, come out, come meet us. I'd like to meet you guys. Um, Taylor, are you going to come? I'm putting you on the spot here. Are you coming? <laughs> I need to check it out, man. I'm going to go man, I'm after not, this. I'm, I'm going to try to send you a VIP pass. Listen, Taylor, I'll do you, I'll do you a favor. If you, uh, if you purchase a ticket, I'll give you a couple of these VIP passes, okay? Okay. Let's I'll send them out on. to you, but uh, make sure you go on the website, solarsuccesssummit.com, and buy that. Listen, this is not just to make money. Uh, it's just to help pay for the expenses, and I really want people – and this is what I told everybody, too. If you, cannot, if you cannot get one thing that you can take back with you and help you increase your business, I'll give you your money back. So by day two, you're sitting back there, and you're like, man, this didn't help me at all then we'll give your money back. So oh, it's a wow. guarantee that it's worth the dollars you're going to spend. Um, but I got a feeling you're going to learn a lot. I mean, we already shared a few things today. I'm going to go really deep on some of those things at the conference. Yeah. And um, I hope you guys would come out and join us so we can meet you and we can help you as well. Yeah, there you have it. That sounds like an awesome event. And I'm excited. I know we barely scratched the surface. So imagine two days with this guy. I mean, we got less than an hour here and he's already shared some game changing stuff. So imagine two days with Frankie, two days with Bill Murphy. I think it's awesome, man. Well, cool. We'll definitely post the link for that. And yeah, we're going to get our guys excited. I think it's an awesome events and yeah, love what you're doing, Frankie. And, uh, appreciate you being on the podcast, but any, uh, final words of wisdom you want to share for our solarpreneurs for the podcast before we say goodbye here. Yeah, man, the best thing I could tell anybody, my best tip, my best piece of advice for anybody really doing anything, especially solar, uh, it sounds real simple. I mean, some of the greatest presidents, leaders, some of the greatest uh, generals, some of the greatest kings, uh, some of the greatest warriors and fighters and athletes, they all have dealt with the sense of wanting to quit. Everybody faces quitting. So my best advice is to do this very simple but powerful thing. Keep going. Okay. Sometimes the win is when you don't quit. Keep yeah. going. Okay. There you, you have it. Yourself, Taylor, if you, if you would have gave up after the cancellation, if I would have gave up after the cancellation, we kept going. You guys keep going. This, it might be tough. It might be dry. But right now, uh, sometimes you got to just keep going, and then you'll find your way and break through. So keep going, guys. I look forward to meeting all of you. I appreciate you, Taylor, having me on here. And, yeah. Uh, and if you guys need anything, let us know. You can always email me, frankie at setupmysolar.com, and I'll be there to help you guys out. You can find me on Facebook or Instagram, Frankie Lane. Uh, I'd love to help anybody as, as I can. That's awesome. Well, Frankie, love that you, we got you on the show. Thanks for your knowledge, your advice. Yeah, you gave us some value bombs there. So appreciate you. And guys, let us know what you think. Share the show. Give Frankie some love. Um, hit him up on Facebook, let him know you heard his advice, heard his, um, 
his suggestions for Legion and leadership and all that. And yeah, check out the Solar Success Summit. So uh, thanks for listening on another episode of Solarpreneurs. And with that, we'll let you go, Frankie. Thanks again. Thanks, man. Hey, Solarpreneurs. Hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I did. If you're living in your car like Frankie was, come talk to me by all means. I do not want people living out of their cars like Frankie was, but very inspiring his story. Next episode, we're going to hear from a master of recruiting. This man has helped me personally recruit about uh, 15 guys since I've implemented his processes. His name is Ryan Homan. We're going to hear from him next week right here on the Solarpreneur Podcast. So don't forget to tune in next Friday to get some knowledge about the art of recruiting. Thanks for tuning in today. Wow, what another amazing episode of the Solarpreneur Podcast. Now, before we take off here, do us a favor and go leave an honest review on your platform of choice or wherever you're listening to this podcast. It helps us get the word out about the solarpreneur movement and impact more entrepreneurs, sales professionals, and marketers just like you. And hey, don't forget to head over to Facebook and join the Solarpreneur Group for more daily content that's going to impact you and help you take your sales game to the next level. See you guys in the next episode.